the warehouse was left behind. By the time she reached the Georgian Terrace several streets away, Kate had forgotten it. Most of the buildings in the terrace were run down, some boarded up with skips outside. But one, cleanly painted, stood out like a raised hand in a classroom. Embossed in gold letters on its downstairs window were the words Powell PR and Marketing. Kate went in. Three desks were fitted into the small office, angled to face each other. Standing behind one of them, a tall Afro-Caribbean man with a shaved head was pouring water into a coffee machine. He gave her a grin. Morning, Kate. Hi, Clive. The machine hissed and gurgled. He tipped the last of the water into it and set down the jug. Well, the big day. His voice had a faint Geordie lilt. Kate went to one of the two big filing cabinets and slid out a drawer. Don't remind me. Nervous? Let's say I'll be glad to find out one way or the other. The coffee machine had subsided to low hisses. Clive poured two cups and handed her one. He had worked for her almost since she had started the agency, over two years earlier, and if ever she made anyone a partner, it would be him. Did you pass the fire on your way in? Hmm. Kate was flicking through the folders inside the cabinet. Been burning half the night, apparently. Bad about the kid, wasn't it? She looked at him. What kid? The baby. A group of squatters were living there. They all got out except for the baby. It said on the news the mother got burned trying to go back for it. Two months old. Kate put down her coffee cup. She was aware of the stink of smoke still clinging to her and looked down to see tiny flecks of grey ash dotting her clothes. She remembered its feathery touch on her face, the tickle as she had breathed it in. She felt the sting of it again. She closed the filing cabinet without taking anything out. I'll be upstairs. Her office was on the first floor. Kate closed the door and batted the grey specks from her Chanel-style skirt and jacket. She knew she wouldn't feel comfortable in the suit again until she'd had it cleaned. Hanging her jacket behind the door, she went to the room's single window. Her reflection showed faintly in the glass as she looked out. Beyond it, the smoke was a spreading stain on the sky, against which her dark hair was invisible. Only her face was clear, a pale oval hanging in space. She turned away and went to her desk. Downstairs she could hear voices as the others arrived. The front office was too small for Clive and the two girls, but the only other spare room needed redecorating and a new ceiling before anyone could work in it. It wouldn't be cheap. Kate sighed and switched on her computer. As she waited for it to start, she checked the company's Facebook and Twitter pages to see how much activity there'd been overnight. The answer was depressingly little. Although the blog review for the new restaurant they'd posted the day before had gained five more likes. Better than nothing, she supposed. 
as there was a tap on the door. Come in. A girl entered, carrying a cellophane-wrapped bunch of red roses. Her plump face was openly curious as she handed them to Kate. These have just been delivered. A small envelope was tucked into the stems. Kate opened it and slid out the plain white card. A short note was written on it in swooping, forward-slanting script. She read it, then replaced the card in the envelope. She handed the roses back to the girl. Thanks, Caroline. Take these outside and give them to the first old lady you see, will you? The girl's eyes widened. What shall I say? Anything. Just say they're with our compliments. Kate gave a tight smile.